Welcome to the Sounds of the World. We are your hosts, Hillary and Bill. Together, we're going to travel around the world to discover new music, discuss musical topics, and interview fascinating people. Our world is a buffet of music, and it is time to eat. his music while listening to a video by Patrick CC on YouTube called Rap Songs with 100 views versus 100,000 views versus a million views. Uh, about seven minutes or so in, there was a video called Gas Pack, which showed images that didn't really stand out from anything, but was actually pretty subdued with the others that had been on first. But then the beat was playing and the lyrics flowed so well together. There was a great vibe and a relaxed atmosphere to it. Then halfway through the song, the beat switched and the feel changed. My mind was blown. Uh, to me, it, it, that it was, I was also just shocked for the fact that it only had 100 views uh, as of March. Um, now, luckily, luckily, it's got over 16,000 views. Uh, I found out his name, started following him from that moment on, uh, went on and listened to his, all the records. And when he released more, I listened to that one as soon as I could. He's released many great songs, including Moe on Ice, Run Dat, and I Unknow. Uh, he's changed the way I view hip-hop and rap songs and techniques. Today, we're going to do a special bio on him and talk more in depth about uh, his rise. Uh, so please welcome to our show, Dad Body. Woohoo! Woo! <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for being on our, our little podcast. It's great. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so like I said, you know, just I kind of followed you or found you haphazardly um, doing a little deep dive into YouTube. Um, and man, I tell you, like the music just like caught me. Um, you know, I did my PhD at LSU and it was my dissertation was about hip hop music and rap music. And I was just like, oh, this is so cool. So much different than everything else I've listened to. So uh, <laughs> it's a great thrill for me just to talk to you. Yeah, when I heard the song Gas Pack, like, I was just freaking blown away. I was like, oh, my God, this is so freaking cool. How is this not mainstream? Like, I don't know. I was, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'm really excited to get to you today. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it so much. Well, first off, let's just find out, like, first off, like, where were you born? What were your early years like? You know, do you have, like, a background in music? Or is this, you know, how do we get here? Um, I'm... I was born in Wilmington, North Carolina, and uh, raised in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, and I've I've only lived in North Carolina. I've never like bounced around from different state to state or anything like that. Um, and no, I don't have a background in music. I just enjoyed music growing up, nice. and just gravitated towards it. Yep. And then figured out how to make it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I saw someone had said that you're like the best rapper in the Carolinas. I was like, oh, which part, which part of the Carolinas are you from? <laughs> yeah, I'm from, from North Carolina. And so did you find getting into rapping was kind of like a, just something you enjoyed and then you, you, you started discovering it. So what was it about like hip hop and rap that really kind of pulled you in? Um, that, I mean, just growing up, that's what everybody was listening to. That's just, I guess, I guess my generation and ge maybe a generation before me or, and even generations after me, that's just the music that is always around. And, um, getting into making it, I didn't really, it wasn't like, oh, I want to, I didn't wake up like one morning and just want to be a rapper. It just kind of <laughs> gradually happened. Uh, I had like friends that made music and they would always go to the studio and I just went, I would just go with them. And then that's how I kind of got into it. And then I just, over time, I, I, I dove deeper into it. I didn't just like jump out there one day and I was like, dad body. <laughs> Nah, I kind of like over time, it's just what it became. Yeah, I think there's that idea that like, you know, people, it's like suddenly when you start to get some success, people are like, oh, like you must have done that overnight. And like, they kind of like, you know, gloss over the fact that you've put like years and years of hard work into like being in a studio and, you know, maybe you're checking that out with your friends and like diving into these things. Um, so, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, ideas just have to, like, it didn't just, like, it wasn't, like, a fully formed idea. Like, I just woke up one day and just wrote, like, got a pen and paper and wrote down, like, this is my master plan on how to be a rapper. Like, it just naturally, like, it. these things take time, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so what did you, what were your inspirations like? What would you listen to uh, that really kind of threw you in? Mm, I listen to a lot of stuff. I listen to like Lil Wayne growing up, Kanye West. Um, like I said, my friends used to make music, so I would listen to my friends' music. Just whatever was out at the time, like Jay Z, um, Outkast. I would listen to that. Um, anything that people would like say was like the best thing out, I would try to listen to that. So I just soaked up all that influence and that's me yeah oh yeah no, i get that completely uh there's a lot of good stuff out there so it's no wonder uh especially i think like in the south there seems to be a really deep wonderful culture of it you know yeah i wonder why that is i'm not sure but but i don't yeah. know man <laughs> <laughs> I, I live in montana we don't know how to make music up here no, <laughs> I grew up in Texas, though, and I remember, like, I mean, it was very much part of the culture. Like, you would just burn a CD and hand it to a friend, and they would hand you a CD, and it was like, you had no idea who was on it. I don't know if, if you had that similar experience, but it's like, you just grow up listening to, like, all this amazing, like, I don't know, quote-unquote underground music, because you're maybe not buying it, but... Yeah, with, uh, with me, yeah, we had CDs, like, CDs are pretty much extinct now, but, like... <laughs> I feel old saying that, like, you just burn yeah, the but... And we had CDs, but we also had like uh, things like uh, LimeWire and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. It was just like a big music database, and you would just download whatever. And we had like mixtape websites and stuff like that, and they had like their own little ranking systems. So yeah. Yeah, I remember downloading music from Napster back in the day, and I feel so old saying that. 
but no LimeWire was awesome. Yeah, I had the, on my family computer growing up, I had like LimeWire and Napster and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I crashed many computers using LimeWire, so. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> An hour to get like two songs downloaded, and you'd be like, "Yeah, it's done." <laughs> Definitely crashed a lot of computers. <laughs> when your process, when you're making songs, do you usually like pick a like you work together to create a beat, and then you kind of write the lyrics to that, or do you have like lyrics, and then you kind of start hearing a beat as you're writing the lyrics? Um, it usually starts with a beat first. It usually very rarely will it start with lyrics and then it go like I'll pick a beat based on the lyrics. It usually starts based on the beat. And a lot of the times I will either look up a beat online, like on YouTube or a beat website, or I'll have a or I'll have like producers send me beats and I'll just go through them one by one until I find what I like. And then I'll sit with the beat for a little bit, maybe like a day. Or well, it just depends on like what I what I want to rap about. So sometimes some songs get done within maybe an hour. Like sometimes it takes a couple of days. It just really depends. So do you just kind of like play that beat on repeat and like kind of get your brain like into that frame? Okay, here's my framework. This is what I have to work with. Or do you just kind of like get a quick feel for it? Or how does how does that process work? Um, I'll play a beat on repeat for a a little bit just to kind of like get a rhythm on how I'm going to rap on it. And mm-hmm. depending on how fast the writing process is going, cause I write down stuff. I know some people like they, um, they don't write and they just record sh- straight into the microphone, just punch in. I don't really do that. I, I like to write down what I'm going to say and just, uh, like, work with it um but yeah i'll just have a beat on repeat for a little bit depending on how fast it's going i might get a hook or a little bit of the verse and then uh i'll usually turn the beat because i don't want to have just the it'll get like annoying and i won't want to rap to it anymore if i have to be on repeat for like all day oh yeah <laughs> well i'll just go i'll like if, it, if i'm in a room and like if i'm say i'm in the studio and the in the engineer has the beat on repeat i'll leave the room or something like that and go. <laughs> like you work through this i'll be back <laughs> yeah but yeah that's how i usually do it nice so do you do any freestyle like just like what do you mean like when i'm in my process of writing or just like just in general oh just like in general like um sometimes i have to really be in the mood i don't really like the freestyle but i have to, when i get in the mood like i'll freestyle like if if I'm with friends and everybody's freestyling and like the freestyles are actually good, I might like, yeah, I might get inspired off of their freestyles. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Get that vibe going. <clears throat> do you handwrite your lyrics or do you find like you'll sit down and type them or? Yeah, I usually just type them into my phone. I used to handwrite my lyrics like when I was uh, first starting out, and I actually used right. to like type them on Microsoft. I used to actually type in my Microsoft Word. Yes, I love it. That's crazy, like, how like, I find myself, like, writing things on my notes all the time. It's such a like, awesome tool to have at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You just write on the go. 
Yeah. I'm gonna have to get in front of the old computer. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I will write down on like I just write down on my phone nowadays. Yeah, I know. I think uh, what is it like Eminem and a couple other. Uh, I think Kendrick, they use like their cell phones and they'll write their lyrics into like their notepads on their cell phone. And then they are pretty much like reading it as they're singing, you know? Nice. Yeah, I usually just my lyrics on my phone. And I don't, I try not to rush when I write. I try like to actually like, I think about if stuff, when I say stuff, will it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've noticed that like your, the lyrics aren't just, seeming like random lyrics that I'm just going to put into a song. It's like, there's like meaning and context and, um, and you make multiple links to like one reference, which is really cool. I don't hear that a lot. Thanks. Do you have like, you just think of something um, and then you try to make as many links off of that, or how do you go about doing that? Like, how do you set up your, your lyrics? Um, it really, it just really just depends i guess I, I really don't think about it too heavily so i wouldn't even you know i don't even i i don't know how to answer that question <laughs> <laughs> that's it okay just it honestly just no, depends on, like, great. Like, on the song yeah well no, there's such an ease like listening to your music like it sounds as like it just flows out of you and so i think that's such a compliment to who you are as an artist like thinking like yeah no I don't like have to get weird with it like it just it's very organic and it just it's there so that's ah that's so cool that's a talent I like totally envy <laughs> thank you that's, it's cool to hear that it's like it flows from you and it's I don't know it's really awesome yeah I try not to think too hard about it when I went back and I was listening to gas pack and now that I've heard it probably a good you know 70 times or so just like <laughs> The my analyzation, like my analyzed part of my brain just went off and it's just, it's cool to me, especially in that song, how you're kind of in this uh, like simple two meter or whatever, the four, four meter. And then uh, you bring in that triplet feel like halfway through, but you're kind of like prefacing it in your lyrics. You know what I mean? If we beef and I doubt it, I'm haunting you. Try to get rid of me. Epic fell cause they play me in Italy. Now the movement got less like a centipede. Take the top off our ride in a Kennedy. Mm. Shitting on niggas like Elvis. Mm. My old bitch still say I'm selfish. Ballin' so hard on my side to the Celtics. Talking that shit, he definitely get dealt with. I'ma put my in a castle. Cause when I was young, I was definitely a hassle. Body jump back in the satchel. I paint her face our past me. We talking to snakes like Mowgli. Got on my way because that, that beat is kinda crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool beat. Like I was just I was sitting in the car with my my daughter and I was like, you got to hear this. It like made her listen to it. I was like, can't you, isn't it cool how he kind of like sneaks that in and the next thing you know, like that triplet's like all over it. And she's like, sure, dad. <laughs> he was like, yeah, whatever, whatever, dad. It's like, but it's a cool song. I like the song. I was like, I know, but. <laughs> but what's actually going on? <laughs> Yeah, your kids are never going to geek out about what you geek out about. Probably not. <laughs> That's okay. So, but yeah, so like what what got, how did Gas Pack come along? Um, it's a real simple story. It, my, um, I was finishing up my tape body of work 
Mm-hmm. And um, the producer, his name is Tommy Coyote. He's from, he's from Raleigh, too. He's from North Carolina, too. Oh, okay. And um, he just sent me that. Like, he sent it to me in, like, a text message. Like, he sent me that beat and maybe, like, one other one. And I just picked that one. And then I like the beat was the the song is short because the beat was short. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I just wrote a little bit because the song is only like a minute and thirty seconds or something like that. But um, yeah, that's just what he sent me, and then I just was like, I was already going to the studio, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna I rap to that. I sent it to him. He liked it, and then I just um, I changed like maybe one thing about it. The next time I went to the studio, and that was it right there. <laughs> That's that's brilliant. Like that's so cool to just hear. Like, yeah, it wasn't this like long, you know, laborious process. It's like, no, I just got up at flow. Next, <laughs> it's just it's so cool to hear your process. <laughs> yeah, that one didn't take that long at all. Yeah, it was. Just, it's just such a like. I remember listening to it the first time, and like as it was ending, I was like, "That's it. Wait, there has to be more. I need more." <laughs> I was like, "This could be like another two times. Come on, let's go." It's a cool song. <laughs> yeah, that ended up that definitely when I was like finishing up the tape and like going through the songs, I had that I knew that had to be on there because that was like that was like my favorite one of my favorite personal songs that I had made in that period of time. So I was like, yeah, this has to be on here. Ah, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So like what are but you? Yeah, that's favorite? how that was. Um on the of my whole catalog or just uh, on that tape? Uh well well like your favorite overall like that you've done so you got gas pack, um what else? Uh gas pack I like Moat on ice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song I have called uh, Flame and Yawn I really like. Oh that one's cool. Um, there's a lot I like. Like I'm weird about my music. Like I once I release it I don't really listen to it after that. Like I'll, up until releasing it I listen to it like a million times. Right, but once it's out, I don't really listen to it afterwards. But like, I do like, yeah, I like Gas Pack, Moet on Ice, uh, Flaming Yawn, Moy Fossil, mm. uh, R.I.P. Peter. Those are a couple of my favorites right there. Well, this is cool too for us because we're so like classically trained, you know. Uh, like, like I said, you know, I have a PhD in music composition and went to school for piano and stuff, you know. And Hillary did voice and composition, you know, and so to hear uh, another creative person talk about their music and it's such a different way of expressing it, you know, I think it's just really incredible to us and fascinating. <laughs> yeah. It's so inspiring, especially like classical music, like, I mean, that shit is painstaking. <laughs> I mean, you're like obsessing over every note. You're freaking out because they're like trying to write this score so you can hand it to 10 other people and they'll know what you meant. But there's something just like super inspiring and super like beautiful about the idea of like, you're just totally in this flow and it's just, you get that, you know, minute and a half of a cool beat to flow and then it's on to the next. And I'm just, I'm in awe. I just think that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Thank y'all, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, the next question is about the feature kind of that on Patrick CC's videos. Um, you've been on there a couple times. Um, I'm not saying he's like this huge person or anything, but like, what was it like when maybe you heard that your music was featured on there? It was pretty cool because, you know, I you know, I don't, 
you don't pay for those things and you just don't expect them to happen. You just, he kind of just curates what he wants on his channel. So it was unexpected. So that's always cool. And Patrick, he's a really good dude. Um, I started out like sending music to his streams. Like he has his streams that he does like every week for like just to listen to people's music and judge it or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And I started out like last summer, 2000, summer 2019, sending him songs and he really enjoyed them. So then I, that's, I, I think that's how I got on his radar. And then he just started putting me, he, ta- he told me he was going to put me in his videos, but he said that probably like four or five months before he actually put me in a video. Oh. <laughs> so I, did, I wasn't, when he said it, I was like, okay, that's, when he first said it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. And then like yeah. four or five months passed and I wasn't in a video. So I, I didn't really think about it. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm not going to be in a video. And then he yeah. ended up putting me in a few videos. So that was really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was it was so cool because it was like he had you on there. Um, there was a couple other people on there that I had like never heard of before. And I was just like, the feel of your music is so different from a lot of the other ones that are featured on there. You know, you have a very kind of chill vibe in your songs, um, which I really love because it's it shows a nice um, kind of flexibility with hip hop and rap, you know? Everyone thinks yeah. hip hop and rap is aggressive and, you know, it's going to be like, you know, to show my age, like NWA or, uh, you know, these like really, you know, in your face hip hop artists and stuff. But it's like yeah. your flow is chill and the words um, are smooth and there's so many double meanings to things uh, and how kind of it's like a tangle web. I like I think of your lyrics as like a tangle web, you know where one thing kind of leads to another, which leads to another, instead of like, this is a section about this, and this is a section about this, you know? Yeah. And the the chillness from my music, because I've heard that a lot, I, that just really reflects from my personality. Like, I'm just really a laid back person. Like, I'm not really, I, I party, but I'm not like a big, like, big time <laughs> party goer. Um, I've always just been really relaxed. So, that that probably is just a natural like reflection of like my personality. Yeah, I think a person's music can definitely be a reflection of who they are, which I love, you know. But yeah, and I mean and but that's kind of I think that in rap a lot of the times people like try to be something they're not. Mm. And that, mm-hmm. So that's I don't know, but like, yeah, yeah, they try to like make their life way more interesting than it really is. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do what sells <laughs> but i think there's, there's an authenticity to to the way that you do it and it, it really comes across super well and i don't know i think that for me in person I'm like that's super valuable and super cool yeah so what did you think when that patrick in one of his live streams actually did say that he thought your uh your your name dad body was holding you back your branding is what he called it you know, I thought I, I thought about changing my name because let me. I used to rap under a whole different name. My my name used to be um, Shane Rico, and I changed I changed my name to Dad Body as like, it was like a at first it was going to be a joke, and then it kind of like, it kind of like took on a life of its own. Yeah, <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> I love it. Like 
I, I was gonna just be like, it was gonna be like an alter ego that I rapped under for like a little bit. And then everybody that I told, they were like, I love, they were like, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of fire, bro. Like, so it just kind of took on a life of its own. But I don't know. I think my name kind of stands out because if you heard that somebody was rapping under the name Dad Body, you kind of like, you kind of want to see what that's about, in my right. opinion. So sure. I don't know. I didn't really think that much of it. I thought about changing my name, but then I was like, nah, I'm, I'm going to just stick it out. Yeah. I think you could actually like brand, I think you could brand well with the name Dad Body though, because you could just like lean into the whole like dad aspect of it and like yeah. you could just like I don't know that there, there I have video ideas and like photo shoot concepts where I'm just wearing like dad clothes and doing like dad things like I don't know like freaking love this re- reading the newspaper or I don't know mowing the lawn but but doing like I don't know, but you could like lean into it though. So I think it's good for Brandon personally. It's easy. There's something relatable about it too, where it's like if you if you were named a six pack, you'd automatically be like, oh god, I don't have a six pack. Like I can't relate. But like dad body's funny. Like it's it's perfect because you kind of go, yeah, well, I gotta check this out. What is this? <laughs> like and you, it's like you're not intimidated by it. It's very welcoming. Um, it makes you just do like a double take. You're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give this a listen. Like, I totally agree with you on the branding. <laughs> yeah, I think it works. I think it stands out and it works. Yeah, and I totally think that'd be cool to like lean into, you know? Like, uh, I mean, you have a couple of videos out there where you're like wearing a ski mask and things, but it's not like it's a, it's not a black ski mask. It's a hot pink ski mask, you know, or... Uh, <laughs> Even in Gas Pack, you're standing around in like a white t-shirt and jeans, you know, it's like a very chill kind of, you know, you don't have to walk around with all this, all these chains on and, you know, you got your (laughs) diamond teeth, everything. And, you know, you're just like, I'm just going to chill with my friends and, you know, smoke a joint or have some, some Moet, you know, or whatever. So, (laughs) yeah, I love it. Real relaxed. Yeah. Nonchalant vibe. I dig it. Totally dig it. And yet the beats hit hard. (laughs) Yeah, as long as the music's good, as long as the music is not slipping. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I always, like, when I have to drive my wife's car, who has the better audio system, I always crank the bass up and let that, the 808s hit and stuff. It's great. Love it. They ain't built like this. Been where I been. The people be feeling my shit. I say what I know, don't pretend. Who else stayed down since the playground is just body and friends? Might get a company Benz. Once I get right on my end. Uh, you know, you you've worked with uh, Tommy Coyote and um, Level and uh, Ao with the Mayo. Uh, like, if there was other people you could collaborate with or do features with. Who would you pick? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him, but there's this rapper named Saw Baby. I will work with him. Saw Baby? Yeah. I'm going to look him up. So His, yeah. his music is very interesting. I will work with him. Um, Producer-wise, producer I will work with... I want to work with Pierre Bourne. Okay. Um, 
And there's other names too. I, I just can't really. Mm. I'll work with. I'll probably work with Playboy Cardi. I don't know. There's a lot of people I would want to work with. I have like a long list. I <laughs> <laughs> awesome. love it. Gotta have those aspirations. Right. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, um, like, if you had a dream group, like, I, I remember seeing an, uh, an interview with the baby, and he was talking about, like, he wanted, like, Kendrick and J. Cole and, um, you know, Jay-Z and stuff as a, as like a big old collab, like no holds bar. Everyone's up for things. Uh, who you just had like your dream ensemble. So like saw baby and who like other people you might think of. Hmm. All right. It'd be me. There's a rapper that I always collaborate with. That's like my damn near my blood brother. His name is Tommy boy. He'd be in there. Oh, okay. Love it. Um, hmm. I probably throw. Damn, man, you put me on the spot. This is a good question. <laughs> um, just like a song for like a song. It would be like a one song thing, or just like a group that we would like make it like this. Be a a real group. We'd make like an album or something like that. Uh, let's let's say you're making an album. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, me, Tommy Boy. I'd probably throw, I'm going to say Jake. I'm going to say J. Cole mm. just because he could tackle, like, him and me and Tommy's subject matter. Me and Tommy's subject matter is pretty similar to J. Cole. He'd probably go a little more in-depth than we would right. about certain things, and, like, he'd speak about, like, things that's going on in the world, like, that he sees wrong or, you know, whatever. So he could just tackle a whole different demographic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've noticed his music is a bit more socially aware. Yeah, yeah. So he we, he could tackle that for our group. He could speak to that aspect. Um no, I think that's a I think that's a dream team right there. I think I'm gonna just go with us three. Oh, I'd buy that album. That'd be oh, no, I'm like, it. oh, I want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah. Any more, any more people, it might just be a mess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be cool. I remember first first time I ever heard of J. Cole's was 1985. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to definitely check out um, Saw Baby and Tommy Boy. Yeah, definitely. Those are Those are good listens right there. Are they also people from uh, North Carolina? No, Sabebe, he's from, Tommy is from North Carolina. That's like, he's actually like one of the people that got me into rap. He was like one of the rappers I was talking about that would go to the studio and he like pretty much got me into it. Oh, cool. And Sabebe, no, nah, Sabebe's from Atlanta, I believe. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Man, I got lots of people to check out. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Sabe, he's an interesting, that's an interesting listen right there. Yeah. Now, have you ever heard of uh, Nardwar? Yeah, Nardwar, the human serviette. Yeah. Yeah, he does the really intrusive interviews. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. If I want to be interview bombed. Yeah, I, I, okay. I would inter be interested to be interview bombed. Yeah, if he came up, what, what would you be worried about? Uh, 
nothing really. I wouldn't be worried about. I wouldn't be worried about anything. I'd just be interested to see what he would like. Like he'd be like, he'd probably bring up like my fifth grade teacher or something like that. Some crazy. He'd be like, do you remember Miss Willis or whatever? I don't even remember her name, but he'd say some crazy, something crazy like. Yeah. Or he'd like bring something up that only like my family knows or something like that. Yeah, I I saw him interview. I think Travis Scott, and it was just like. I think Travis Scott like sobered up at that interview. He was just like, "What? How do you know this shit?" You know? Yeah, I don't know. I think he. I don't know how he does it. He, I'm pretty sure he just calls people's like family and friends. Yeah. But yeah, yeah no. Nah, those interviews are always interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I have to admit, I like scoured Google for like twenty pages trying to find stuff on you. <laughs> Properly stalked you. <laughs> He's like, I got to know more about him. I need to know what's going on and things. So <laughs> now you do have like a Facebook page, right? Yeah, I, I barely, I, I, I think I've been on it like maybe twice. Like, I don't, I don't ever get on it. Yeah. I, and I, <laughs> I noticed like, cause you had talked just briefly uh, about uh, really leaning in on that dad body and the picture, one of the pictures on there is, uh, the dad from Family Matters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I when, I, when I first started rapping as dad body, like, I really, really leaned into it. Like, <laughs> like my first logo was like, it was like a, it was like a kind of a play on um, the Tommy Hilfiger logo. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like oh, all my friends were like a a famous dad, like a famous sitcom dad. Like I had like um Al Bundy and I had like <laughs> and um Carl Winslow. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I was just like, oh, this is cool. So are you a big Family Matters fan? I wanna say a big fan. I watched the show, but no, nah, I was just kind of just being funny with the name. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did watch the show though. It wasn't like I had never seen the show before. No, I've seen I've seen it before. <laughs> yeah, and remember, they do say that dad bodies are the sexiest of women. So <laughs> that's that's what I, I've heard that before. I've actually heard that before. <laughs> go real silent for this part. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make it awkward, Hillary, but <laughs> it's, it's something about the. I heard that it's something about the like the confidence that they. Um, the relatability it's like that yeah. guy has his shit together he's happy with who he is he's not trying to be anybody else <laughs> i can dig it exactly and people with dad bodies they usually they're eating good so they usually have money people that are eating good usually have money so yeah that's yeah. true <laughs> so when you're not right like making your own rap songs um i assume that you listen to a lot of hip-hop correct yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, so what other than hip hop do you like to listen to? What's your guilty pleasure? Other than hip hop, um, I listen to R and B music. I'll listen to soul music. Sometimes I'll listen to uh, pop music. I listen to a, I listen to a lot of stuff actually. I don't really venture into country. Oh, I said you're in good company. We're not. Totally yeah, we're uh, not big country people. <laughs> yeah, I don't really venture into country. Um, but 
usually I stick to rap and R&B. If I hear it and it's not rap and R&B, but I happen to like it, then I'll go back to that one song. Yeah, for sure. Usually. And my guilty pleasure. Mm. I got to think, because I do have, I do have some. Oh, I really like, um, shit, what's that song called? I'll listen to, like, 80s pop music. Like, um, yeah. I don't know if this is considered 80s pop music, but it's like, You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll listen, to, I'll listen to that song. I love it. It's just fine. That's a good song. That's a good song. Yeah, that's, th- those are my guilty pleasures. Like, I'll go back and listen to, like, r- obscure songs. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah, we were talking with a guy earlier today and about how he discovered the singer Sting. Um, have you ever listened to, like, The Police or anything? Yeah, yeah, like Roxanne. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've that. I don't really know any other, other songs besides that, but I know Roxanne. Roxanne. <laughs> Yeah, that is good. It's good. Yeah, I like the the 80s is your guilty pleasure. That's good. 80s is fun. Just the sense. The sense are so much fun. <laughs> so, um, what do you do other than uh, make music? Like, um, you just full-time making music? Or what did you do before you started doing this? Um, other than make music, I have a regular job. Oh, cool. it is it is tough out here in um in post corona world right right yeah um yeah and other than that other than my job and music um i just really hang out with friends play xbox and smoke marijuana love it <laughs> um love it so what do you do can I ask? Oh, for my job? Yeah. Um, I am a a dog food deliverer. Like, um, people will order, people will like order dog food. Like, it's like it's like really upscale, like holistic dog food, and it costs like sixty dollars for a twenty pound bag. Oh, that hurts. But um. People will order it, and I will deliver it all over the Raleigh area. Nice. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. They have no idea that you're, like, the coolest dog food deliverer, though. <laughs> nah, they have not. They have not. They have no idea. <laughs> and since you don't listen to your own music, really, you don't kind of show up with it bumping in the background. Um, Not, I mean, sometimes I listen to my own music, like... <laughs> But I, won't, I won't be like have it on repeat all day like i'm just running <laughs> every album that guy that's like promoing only, constantly and i only listen to me and <laughs> everybody that's with me only listens to me and no, i'm not that kind of guy <laughs> oh, I love it. yeah but really i listen to podcasts like when when i'm delivering dog food like because that's like because i'm in the car for like four to five hours a day just driving around wow house, house. so so i'll just listen to podcasts oh that's awesome did you listen to our podcast before i did i did not i'm not gonna lie i did not 
That's okay. That's okay. Are you guys on, what what, what uh, platforms are you guys on? We're on everything. Okay, okay. I'm definitely. I'll check it out. I'm, I'm gonna check it out then. Yeah, we're on Apple and Google, Stitcher, um, Spotify. So. Okay, definitely. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> yeah, I think we're on iHeartRadio too, and then um, so we're everywhere. Okay, but yeah, I'm gonna check it out then. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I know living in Louisiana, it was some some of the best food I probably ever had in my entire life. What is your favorite food? My favorite food. Um, I'm not a real picky eater, so I will eat anything. But my favorite, I I really like seafood. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. I really like I really like shrimp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love shrimp. Yeah, I could probably eat seafood every day if I if I had to. I miss seafood. I'm like, it's not as good in Montana. Cause yeah, because you guys aren't near any oceans or anything like that. No. <laughs> We're landlocked. So it's like, I mean, elk is delicious. This is great up here. <laughs> we get some of the like weird meats, but yeah. <laughs> seafood. I miss fresh seafood. I have family down in Houston and every time I visit I'm like okay we're gonna get sushi we're gonna get some seafood I need a shrimp oh boy <laughs> like what are we doing yeah oh good stuff wow. yeah we lived in Reno for a couple <laughs> years and they were so close to California they'd get fresh seafood every day like the casinos and stuff you know nice and yeah. so it was like the best sushi I've ever had in my life even though you're in the mountains so <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, there's a place in Bozeman that'll fly it in, but you're definitely going to pay for it. So it's like a treat yourself sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would yeah. say seafood, though. Yeah. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so are you preparing for any tours, hopefully, coming up soon? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, shit, I want somebody to take me on tour. If, I don't think I don't have the capital to take myself on tour yet, but or to set up my own tour, mm-hmm. it'll put me. I'll I'll be broke by the end of the tour. But <laughs> if somebody could take me on tour, that shit would be awesome. I'm gonna try to speak it into existence. Definitely. Yes. Keep saying that's, it. It's happen. <laughs> that shit will be dope. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I would love to see it live in person. That's for sure. Man, I would dig it. Like. Get a couple beers in me, just have to sit, chill. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, man. Hopefully next year when the concert like venues open up again. Yeah. Well, I hope <laughs> soon. It's an interesting world we're in. <laughs> this has been so much fun to to chat with you and just to hear your process and to hear like a totally different perspective on music. I mean, Bill and I, like, love all sorts of music, like, so it's just, it's so exciting to speak to a hip-hop artist and to hear your process, how it all flows, like, hear your personality, so thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. We we really, really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It's been a great, it's been great talking to you, and, like, as I said, I'm a huge fan, so it's been so cool to be able to talk to someone that you really enjoy listening to so yeah. <laughs> guilty pleasure <laughs> Love it.
Awesome. So once again, thank you so much. And uh, we can't wait to hear more music. So let us know when you release some more. And we'll help push it out on socials and stuff too. Awesome. Yeah, we'll do. I'm not hearing what they saying. If they want me there, they better be paying. Pop off the top, it's like we celebrating. I want no more because you niggas hate it. Uh, bottle of mud, no bottles of goose. My next bitch gotta be a masseuse. Brown skin thing with a crazy caboose. Body essential cannot be reduced. I do this shit like it's magic. Thanks for listening to the Sounds of the World podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. There are links to everything in the episode description and also on our website. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Sounds of the World. Show support for Sounds of the World podcast. Please join our Patreon where you can have access to our after-party discussions with guests, discounted merchandise, and even more. If you have any questions, answers, or episode suggestions, please email us at soundsoftheworldpodcast at gmail.com. Well, Bill, I think I'm going to go have a beer now. Hey, there you go. 